Welcome to Creating the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. Oh, Kickstart is back because <laughs> we didn't have one last Kickstart, week. we're back. We, st- we took a week off. It yeah. was Easter. It was Easter. We took Easter Sunday off. No, it just didn't work out scheduling-wise. Yeah, the Lord came by. He yeah. rose up on Easter Sunday, and we were busy having coffee with the Lord. You did your thing, and then uh, I had to go to work. Yeah, I had to do some thing. <laughs> no secrets about it. It's Easter, so you can just kind of guess what it is. People. Yeah. Yes, there you go. All right, I'm going to go right into swinging because I think the bulk of our conversation is going to be what you have to talk about. Sure. And, and But I'm just going to hit you some quick shots. This Tuesday, damn, there is some stuff we grew up on, stuff that came out as we were developing our film, you know, film goer minds and some recent stuff too. But 12 Angry Men, the original, Henry Fonda, 4K release, Serpico, 4K release, Rebel Without a Cause, 4K release, Seven Seal, 4K. I mean, we're seeing some big movies, again, that are staples, that are getting that that special treatment, but I can out of all that, man, twelve angry men and that gorgeous contrasty black and white is going to look amazing in four K. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a beautiful movie. I mean, it always has been. I can't yeah. imagine how what it's how it's going to look. It's yeah, great. I was wondering when I saw it because I had seen it was coming out. I was hoping that some hope of hopes they were going to package it with the nineteen ninety seven remake. Then that was great too. Yeah, I, I worked on it. It was uh, it was one of my you know it was one of my early uh, coolest things that ever happened to me in my life. I got to <laughs> hang out with George C. Scott, play chess. And we've we okay, I wish I could remember what I should start taking show notes like literally like so I can go back and look. Hey, what episode was that that you talked about that you gave you a little anecdote and when you when you uh, with George C. Scott and who who did he introduce you to? To Paul Newman. Paul and, Newman, yes, right. <laughs> and James Garner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fitting here it's not a movie episode yeah right it's funny like the, a movie like that is is again a dad movie one of those ones I, I i didn't i wouldn't know about i mean i shouldn't say i wouldn't have discovered the age i did without my dad you know um that one same thing with rebel again when you're coming up and you and you want to learn now james dean even when we were kids at that age you know we're at that eight nine ten eleven years old area we knew who James Dean was. Even though he was dead even though, 15 years before either right, one of us were born. Right. So when you get around to seeing that, um, it's pretty wild um, to see that and appreciate, man, the presence that dude had on screen. It was just incredible. But good stuff there coming out. Lots of stuff that, you know, that were father and son, chill out movies, watching on a weekend afternoon, rainy afternoon together. But also... I wanted to note that Tuesday, a friend of the show, Kira Gardner's documentary about about the Child's Play franchise, Living with Chucky, hits Blu-ray. It's been on Screenbox for a couple of weeks now, but it's going to be hitting Blu-ray on Tuesday. Um, we're going to be giving away some of those in the next month or so. We're just kind of waiting for them to come in, but we'll, it'll be one of those social media follows kind of thing, and we'll and we'll talk more about it when the time comes, but. Um, we're going to be having Kara on the show soon, along with some new guests that we're kind of lining up. Lots of names that you've never heard of, which is great because we, that's been our take is we always wanted to have people guests on the show that are maybe names you're not particularly familiar with. I mean, obviously, so far they've been friends of the show and they're big names in, in the in the worlds and the positions that they're playing, like, like Alan Graff, who we talked about having come back on the show because he loved his time on it. But we're going to go sit down with them when that time comes. 
Yep. Because talk some football. I'm kidding. No football yeah, talk. <laughs> no football talk, unless it's about a movie about football. Yeah. Kara's Living with Chucky's out again. If you if you want to watch it and, and you're one of those people that don't buy Blu-rays anymore, totally cool. Again, it's on Screenbox. It's, uh, it's an iOS device. It's an Android. And I think it's on Fire Stick and all that stuff, but no Apple TV. But Screenbox, you can get, you can get I think, a free trial for a week so you can see that. If not, you know, get it for a month or whatever. Screenbox has got some great titles on there. If you haven't seen Terrifier 2, it's on there also. Um, they'll give you a chance to uh, see Kira's hard work and, and, and everybody you've ever seen in the Child's Play franchise is in this, is in the doc, and it's super fucking good. And uh, hopefully we'll get her, like I said, we'll help her on, have her on the show soon because she's, we talked about before, she's Tony Gardner's daughter, Tony Gardner, who's special effects wizard that he is and he's been doing and the whole idea is that she's been around this animatronic killer doll since she was a kid wandering around on set um but she's become a, a filmmaker in her own right with this obviously and she did a documentary on the chucky box set that came out while back called welcome to the dollhouse and she's in lots of other stuff she works on her on her dad's shows doing makeup she's done secondary makeup on herself appliances on herself and and done acting she worked on Studio 666 last year, the Foo Fighters movie, which was fucking insanely fun. But she's a sweetheart. Give her movie your eyes because it's really fucking good. And if you're, again, a fan of Child's Play, you're going to dig it. And it go, like I said, it goes all the way up into the TV series, so it covers a lot of that stuff too. It's fantastic. Just she's an exceptional person, and uh, I know she'd appreciate you guys giving a chance to watch. And if you do get Screenbox, just hit play on it even if you're not watching just let her get the views <laughs> i can't let her get the views that's cheating anyway you hit me up earlier in the week about something that i'm really excited to see in just time being what it was i was supposed to watch it before <laughs> we got to this point but yeah uh it, it there is it's uh, <laughs> it's called the hard way it is a documentary on a rock and roll voice that you're very familiar with you know, you might think, "Wow, well, didn't he just have one hit song in the '80s?" No, you're you'd be wrong. wrong. But it's uh, it's called the Hard Way. It's it's a John Waite documentary, and uh, the tagline is "When music is your whole life, and suddenly life gets interrupted." So basically, what this documentary it's uh, it's John, and it it was filmed uh, during the pandemic, right. um, and John is a guy who's never stopped touring, never stopped touring. And I mean, we, it, this goes back in, you know, it's, it starts in the early seventies pre babies and covers all the stuff with the babies and all of the trials and tribulations. Holy shit. Stuff I had no idea about. And, and again, it's, it's when you think, Oh God, it's another rock and roll documentary. I've seen it. It's, it is another rock and roll documentary, but I, I don't know that you have seen people be this brutally honest about themselves or self-aware about themselves. Right. And it's not like the guy disappeared. It's not a, It's not like, oh, God, you know, this is the last game. I mean, he's still relevant, and he's still out there, and he's still touring, and he loves to play live. And and he just turned 72, or he's going to be 72. But he sounds amazing. He still looks amazing. The documentary, it's, it's quite informative. Whether you're a fan or not, I think you'll dig the documentary. You don't have to like John Waite. For most of the world... John Wade is missing you, which is a fantastic song. And if you go to YouTube right now, I bet you it is the most fan covered song you will find yep. on YouTube is people doing covers right. of missing you. And you'll see every flavor of genre, every like yeah. I, 
I saw a chopped up trip hop version of it years yes. ago. I want to see if I can track that down, put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's so good. He's he's one of those guys, man. Short time later, Bad English. You yes, know. Bad English was big, dude. Those two, the, the, those two albums and the, those two singles. I think they both maybe were number one singles. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. When I see when you I smile, see you smile, definitely was number one. And uh, Price of Love, Price of Love was a top ten. Yes, but still, for sure. yeah, dude. I have a really fun. St- <laughs> I mean, it just hit me as we're sitting there talking about it. I had a great. I, my buddy Chris used to hang out with me. Hi, Chris. Uh, he, he used, we used to hang out all the time. And every time we left Simi Valley, because Simi Valley blows ass, we'd drive around LA and Hollywood, North Hollywood area, whatever it is. And we'd always run into celebrities or, you know, public personalities. Well, this one time it was just me though. I was coming back from, from Warner Brothers and I'm at, on Coango right at Lancashire. I'm at a stop and there's a big, again, this is when I have my Toyota pickup. And right next to me is Yukon pulls up on my left. And it's Neil Schoen sitting in the front passenger seat. And I'm like, hey, man. He's like, hey. I was, I was going, I'm like, I'm good, good. And I go, well, you guys work on the new record. This is in between the two bad English records. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I can't, they have a driver. And all of a sudden the window in the back rolls down and it's Jonathan Kane. And I go, oh, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, yeah, the first album was great. I'm looking forward to seeing the, listening to the, the new record. And he's like, yeah. And then, and then John Waite leans in. He's sitting next to Kane in the back seat. And he leans in. I go, oh, hey, you're in there too. He's like, yeah, we're all in here. And I go, do you guys have to rock, paper, scissor for Neil to sit up front? Or is it just an age thing? And then the all of the whole car just erupted in laughter. It was the coolest moment because he just rolls up and hears Sean with his arm just sitting on the window, window of his door, all whirled down. And he was just so casual about it. And they were all the coolest motherfuckers. And that's one thing that was so special about Bad in English. It was John Waits has a very distinctive voice. Well, well, it's funny because, you know, Kane also, before he was in Journey, was in the babies, right? With Wait. I don't want to paraphrase or like recite all of this. Stuff. I think, you know, if, if you, if you're curious to know more, just, just watch it because here's the thing. It's an hour and a half. You're not going to regret any of it. You're going to know a lot more of the songs than you know. And you're even if, if, and if you don't know them, you're going to want to know them and you're going to, you're going to want to find out more. But I mean, the, one of the things that, that I will say about John Wade in this, he doesn't paint himself as the easiest person to get along with, but he was always honest to the music and to himself. And that's a lot more than you can say about a lot of fucking people in the music business, man. He's a cool dude. I, I and I, I, when I watched that trailer, and I love that when they put that graphic up talking about when, you know, life is disrupted. And I love how most trailers for documentaries, especially about musicians, usually will insert like, this person got sick or this person right. died. They left it uncharted yeah. in the trailer. And I thought that was really clever. I'm like, oh, it must be the pandemic. Because we've talked about in the show, ad nauseum, how just as recently as when we talked about the the Mellencamp show that you went to, even the biggest names, the most, the household names, if records aren't putting money in the bank account, you got to tour, you got to sell merch. Otherwise, you will not survive as a musician. You just won't. Right. And like you noted, John has never stopped touring. And that's because if he does, it's kind of like a shark. You can't stop swimming <laughs> or you're going to yeah, die. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons I was so bummed. Like when I'm like, as we're getting ready to record, I'm like, fuck, I forgot to watch that because the trailer is so intriguing. And all you have to do, like you said, you know, the song, it, it, even if it's just, if it's not missing you, you know, when I see you smile, 
It was a played every yep. fucking wedding in the nineties. <laughs> so. Dude, exactly. <laughs> it's everybody's first fucking dance song, right? Exactly. But he seems to be one of those guys that just always delivers, and he has that kind of voice that I and I saw after we talked about. It, I watched the trailer. I did watch a recent performance, well, recent like as in pre-pandemic, to hear his voice, and I'm like, going, that's John Waite. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like it's fucking. It's it's in. It's incredible how great he still sounds. Yeah. There's a record that came out in 2022, which is called Hits, but it's John and it's him because one of the things you find out in the documentary, he reacquired all of the rights to his songs. It's called Singles. He went back and they re-recorded all this stuff in 2022. And you listen to him, and, and you know, a lot of times when you hear people and they've they've gotten their own music back, by the time they've gotten their own music back and they they go and they re-record it, you're like, oh, I kind of just, because, you know, they can't hit the notes. They can't quite bring no. it like they did, you know, right. 30 or 40 years ago. Dude, when Wait is fucking singing Back on My Feet again, and isn't it time on this thing? It sounds as strong as it did fucking 50 years ago because those albums are almost 50 years old 46 whatever do the math i love john i've always loved him lifetime fan uh well i would say this too also if you want to go there, there are two fantastic records from the mid 90s one called temple bar and the other one called figure in the landscape which were you know they were basically by that time they were just indie records because i don't think i mean i feel like he dropped or not dropped but i think he had parted ways with emi america i don't even know if emi america was still existing in the mid 90s but um that was his label through most of the 80s those yeah. two records are fantastic yeah fantastic rough and tumble is another good one i mean they're all good it's funny but like you know again it, just somebody who sort of you know wrecked the record the music landscape shifted people started buying singles and you know it, people weren't buying albums record stores started to disappear right. you know guys like wait we're still putting out records but you know if you weren't going to their shows you probably weren't buying them right it's a great doc i mean it's it uh, you know it doesn't pull any punches he's not asking people to feel sorry for him he's literally and he's, he's just being honest and forthright He's, he's John Waite, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's got one of the most distinctive voices uh, of my rock and roll fucking life. Like we said earlier, dude, Missing You is the most covered fucking song on yep. YouTube uh, by fans doing covers. Uh, and also, look, I'm going to say there's, there's Tina Turner covered it. Alison Krauss and John Waite did a cover of it in the late 90s or early 2000s. You know, it's a song that stands the test of time. It's another one of those songs that you you hear it and Im immediately you're sort of transported back to wherever you were um, at the time it came out. I remember when when Missing You hit, the video hit. Yes, the video was huge. Huge. And it was somebody, I remember somebody in school, in junior high, saying, is this that guy that sings sunglasses at night? And I kind of chuckled at it Dude. because <laughs> the videos are so similar. Well, it's funny because they kind of have the same haircut, you know, they, yeah. could, you know, they, they look, they, him and Corey Hart do, do not look uh, unlike. No, they don't. But the key is like one's got sunglasses and the other doesn't. Correct. <laughs> one is wearing sunglasses. One is not wearing sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just fun. I mean, like, it's really hilarious. I was watching cause I watched, I just watched the video after I watched it because I hadn't seen the video in a while. So I was like, God damn. And the one thing I took away from it is my buddy, David Jones, who passed away a couple of years ago. At the time when this record came out, David 
literally aped fucking John Waits outfit from the <laughs> Missing You video. That's awesome. That, that's where that was his style cue for 1985, 84. And you know, he ran with it for a few years, you know, until until the end of the eighties. Everybody's seen swingers, right? When Vince Vaughn's character, they're at the they're at the first party, right? And there's this redhead, tall, pale redhead. That she's also in Starship Troopers. I was like, when I saw her in Swingers, I thought, dude, she's still in John Wade's vibe because she had his, he had, she had the same color hair, the same haircut that he had, except for she had hers a little bit. She, she had less of a mullet in the back. But I was cracking up like she's still in his whole vibe. It's funny because she looks like a female version of John Wade from the Missing You video. Yeah. And the thing is, too, it's on. It's it's everywhere. You can watch it for free, but you got to be careful when you go. Like like you yeah. noted, when you go to Amazon, it's down like the fourth fucking the fourth way to watch it for free on Prime, right? Uh, because they they will try to sell it to you, and I, and I can't blame them. I feel like I I probably will buy it just to support weight. Uh, I'll probably just pay for the download, and yeah. uh, you know I've done that before with documentaries, like you had just mentioned with uh, the Chucky stuff, right. I I did that with the Michael Bisping doc, which is another thing. God, if you can, if you if you haven't seen that Michael Bisping thing, this is a story for another time. But man, what a great doc that is! I think I'm going to go ahead and do that. But but if if you're just looking, it's free on. I want to say it's on Apple as well. It's free. Okay, it's free on Roku, Tubi, and Voodoo. All those are all free. Okay, and if you're on Prime, you're good to go. Yeah, maybe it was Tubi I saw it on, and I just was I was thinking it was Apple Plus. Oh, here's your three flavors right there. And by the way, for shits and giggles, if you guys watch us on Tubi, let us know what Tubi recommends for you to watch after this. <laughs> yes, I'd be, I'd, be absolutely. To, I'd be interested to know what that is. But you know what? They did the same thing as far as the, the, the sorting and the search re- results for Zach's Rainbow Doc, too. They did the same thing with me where, like, it was, like, it lists like other things and then and then the 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 prime version was like fourth or fifth thing on the bottom uh, at the in the listing which is weird but you know of course i paid for it anyway because gotta support friends and stuff yeah but man absolutely there is an actual page there is a website yes. for the for the you can go to john Waits page yeah and you'll get right to it and you can order blu-rays from that you can order blu-ray also from Amazon. Amazon. But I'm just curious if there's anything extra on there, too, because... I don't know. I'm going to investigate yeah. that, I think. Yeah. We'll, we'll investigate it and we'll report back. Yeah. After you've seen it, we'll talk about it again. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, John, wait. Uh, and maybe I'll uh, stick in a cover of Missing You right here somewhere as, as we're closing out. I, I should record one. <laughs> shit, dude. We, we should have done that. We should have, but you know, we didn't have time. What anyway, are these, what are these uh, days? Time. What are these days that's going to happen? It's funny. I, I sure. don't. I don't think. I mean, I, people hear me talk about me recording. People talk about you owning guitars, and we never, we've never played together. We've never done anything together, which I think is one super- of these days. You guys will get a cover of "Price of Love." <laughs> so if you want follow the show on the socials, it's at Karate Pod on Twitter, Insta, and Letterboxd. On Letterboxd, you can follow Corey at Corey underscore Cole, and on Insta, it is Culprit ninety seven. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram, or you can follow me at Tom Cody at Letterbox. That's Tom Cody at Letterbox.com. And I'm in NAB in Las Vegas right now. If you're seeing this on Monday or Tuesday. So if you happen to see me running around, say hey. Even though you may not know what I look like. <laughs> look at me on Insta, damn it. That's what I look like. Actually, I don't look at anything like that. Whatever. Every time I think of you, I always catch my breath. 
I'm still standing here And you're miles away And I wonder why you left And there's a storm that's raging Through my frozen heart tonight I hear your name in certain circles And it always makes me smile I spend my time just thinking about you it's almost driving me wild But it's my heart that's breaking Down this long distance line tonight And I ain't missing you at all Since you've been called away I ain't missing you Sending you a signal tonight You don't know How desperate I've become And it looks like I'm losing this fight But it's my heart that's breaking Down this long dusty road of mine And I ain't missing you at all Since you've been That I'm sending out Like a telegraph To your soul But I can't bridge this distance 